normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals some kind of snack hostess snack cake flavored iced latte and i think they were 99 cents a bottle and i just thought oh maybe oh twinkies was one of them twinkie flavored (laughs) iced latte i thought god if that is not if that's not emblematic of the descent of the west and everything that is wrong with america i don't know what Uh. it is a Twinkie flavored. I believe it was 
latte. Some hostess product, Twinkie flavored, just oh. <laughs> latte in a little bottle. Oh my! Crazy. Well, you know they have those like little Debbie ice creams now. They have ice cream in the flavor of a oatmeal cake or something like that. Seriously, they have little Debbie ice creams. You know, why wouldn't you just eat a damn little Debbie? Because that's a lot cheaper. <laughs> I tell you, little Debbie's <laughs> used to be super cheap. My daddy, more than anything, loved a little Debbie oatmeal cookie. And he oh, no. would, you know, you come in the house and and he's he, his spirit of Madison County generosity would kick in. And he'd say, you want beer? And, you know, it'd be <laughs> 10 o'clock in the morning. You go, well, no, dad, not really. Coke? You want your Coke? No, Daddy, no, I'm good, thanks. How about a little Debbie oatmeal pie? I got you, I got some of them. You know, they make them real big now, and they make a big old box of them. I got the big old box this time. <laughs> that was my Daddy. <clears throat> oh, well, at least he was generous there. Yeah, or he was a very generous man, <laughs> and he was one of those people, he, you know, he didn't know a stranger. I and, love that. Uh, and I was with somebody, I think, at a, a local store that's got a cafe in the back. Yeah. We're heading towards the cafe. And I talked to three different people on the way back there that knew me or I knew that we knew each other. And uh, and they said, God, do you know everybody in town? I said, no, but this is my daddy. See, my daddy, he went all over the place because he was a truck driver. So he oh. knew all these different kinds of people in different kinds of places. And sometimes they just all show up and there, there we are. But yeah, he was, he was one of those kind of people. The, one of my daughter's chief memories of him and he died when she was almost five years old is that he taught her how to kill ants. And that was oh. a big deal for her, how to kill because ants are hard to kill. Okay. Taught her how to kill ants, and he would ask her, "You you want a coke, or you want a dollar?" And she <laughs> she'd be like, "Well," uh, and she'd tell him whichever one she wanted, and then he would give her both things, a coke and a dollar. Oh, so that that's her memory of her uh, of her grandpa or granddad. Wow. That's a good memory. We started I, I, the whole show with talking about. Uh, bad things to eat and wonderful people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we're just gonna make this one our food show. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. I was actually gonna start out asking about smells. I was gonna ask okay. you what, what, what. You know, <laughs> believe it or not, I believe every place has a smell. And like Robbinsville, to me, in the winter time, was I always had the smell of wood smoke. Even if you were outside somewhere, there would be wood smoke because a lot of times the sky would be, you know, cloudy and and the smoke would be laying close to the ground and you could just smell everybody's wood smoke. Asheville, I would smell Inca in the mornings because I lived in West Asheville. Did you smell oh, Inca? Yeah. Well, I lived in Inca, so yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... Sometimes yeah, um, you can be well, right there I, in it and not smell it. Um, yeah, I grew up in uh in Inca Candler, West by God, Buncombe County. And <laughs> um and uh, the big day would be when the wind was blowing exactly right and we got the nylon plant at Inca and then the paper mill out in Canton. Oh that combination of smells was pretty uh whew, potent. It was potent. 
Yeah, the paper yeah, mill. I, you know, I grew I grew up with so many people whose daddy primary, but some but sometimes their mama worked at the Inca plant and they anytime people said Inca stinka, Inca stinka, they go, huh, I tell you what, it's a smell of money. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that. You know, um, Randy's dad worked there all his life. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was the only job he had ever had. He started there when he was 18, and he retired there at, in his 50s somewhere and uh, was still in the same department, same machine, same everything. And he he had this big piece of nylon that had evidently... I don't know if it leaked or if it was just a byproduct of whatever it was they were making, but it was this, it was white. It had hardened and it had little colored uh, stripes in it. And it, it was in some kind of like a psychedelic shape. And he had kept it because of that. And I remember thinking that is the coolest thing. And, and I wanted to keep it. And I think it might be in our attic right now <laughs> it's just just a piece of nylon but it was heavy too you could use it as a as a door door stop you know so, oh hey. that is that's cool i thought it was well and door stops that was is that the word that i'm looking for and do they even make them now door stops yeah do they need door stops anymore well i mean i've got them where yeah. have I got? I've got one over at the at the temple at Mother Grove that yeah. to hold up to hold that heavy outside door open to bring stuff in and out. Didn't you used to have one at the cottage that those that gal stole? Oh, <laughs> golly, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, and that's what I used to hold open the um, the screen door again, bringing stuff in and out. And yeah, okay. boy, she's all proud of herself. I stole something from a witch. I stole a witch from a witch. And it's like, yeah, well, how's your life now, bitch? <laughs> I know when you told me that story, I thought of all the things to steal and of all the people or places to do it. That's, <laughs> that's sincerely. You know, she was, she is a young and and I'll bet you anything her friends dared her. I dare you to go up on that porch. I dare you. I dare you. And so she did. She said, take something. Take something. I think oh, she probably my. just took the first thing she could lay her hands on. Uh, well, That's all right. Let, let that be a general rule for anybody who's hearing us right now. Is that you shouldn't steal from anybody. Yeah. But you especially should not steal from a witch. Yeah, do not. What's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? Right, because here's the thing. I know you to be a nice person. You are, believe it or not, folks. She is a super nice person. But but you're aware. And I know that you ward your properties. Yes, ma'am. And and the wards do the work for you. You don't have That's to. That's exactly right. The yeah, wards and the spirits on the house and the spirits on the property. Well, right. we're still laughing about that friend of yours that was wandering around in the woods and there wasn't any animals and there wasn't no, no I didn't feel welcome there well he wasn't welcome there get that right out. right and you know you could if, if you were trying to turn that story into a movie it, it could be like something from Hitchcock or was it Hitchcock that did the birds 
as he got deeper and deeper yeah. into the woods, <laughs> he realized how quiet it was. And well, and the colors like an elephant. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. And and you slowly have the color bleed out of the photo of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So this year, and I know we talk about it every year as a band, but I think it's a real shame, and I'm just not going to let it happen this year because we don't have COVID anymore and we can get together. I, I really, with your permission, want our band to do a video on your porch. Well, of course. Yeah, and of course. I, and I want to I want to enter it in the national play music on the porch day perfect and and it's not really a contest that i know of it could be a contest but it, it's just a day set aside for playing music on the porch and uh i was talking with selby and i said if the band can't do it it's going to be me and you bud <laughs> and so i would like to officially ask you if you want to sit in and be a current resident <laughs> I could be tapping my toes, playing my tambourine. I could just be holding the fiddle, not playing it, just holding it. If I'm playing it on That's hilarious. So well, I have not played my fiddle in almost a year. I mean, last year was just last year. It was awful. Well, I'm more busy. It, and it, I'm going to get it out maybe this weekend. I'm going to get it out, tune it. God, the. The bow has probably lost every hair it ever had. And um, <laughs> and see what's going on. See, I don't even know what to do now because I always went to musicians workshop to get my strings and yeah. bows and whatever, you know, chin rest, all that stuff. And they were so sweet, those boys over there. They go, oh, how's the fiddling going? I said, I don't know. I ain't doing it. And they would, you know, they were just so good to me. Now I don't even know where you go to get fiddle strings. Have they got them at Guitar Center? I don't know. I'm sure they do have them at Guitar Center, but if you if you just are out and about in a boot, as they say, and feel like it, there's a nice local music store in Hendersonville. Oh, and right well, then on I'll Main go do that. And I'd those folks are nice, and uh, they'll work with you. So you know, just knowing you, there's also a fella if he's still alive. Now he was a few <laughs> years ago. <laughs> but he's God, that, is, Fletcher. that is so Appalachian. Yeah. There's his trailer. Now I don't know if he's alive still or not, but yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, he's in Fletcher and he operates uh a bit that business out of his house, that business being supplying string players with string things that they need. Oh. So, so he might be a good one. I'll ride by there this afternoon and look and see if his sign is still out. That's how you would know that he was open for business as he would roll this little sign out on the front of the sidewalk. And he would he would sometimes also sell you tomatoes out of his garden. <laughs> you know, that sounds like how I'd like to live my retired life. Hanging yeah. out with string players and selling tomatoes. Oh, well, don't even worry about the selling tomatoes part. Just the first part's all you need there. Just hang out with string players. Have you ever met you a what? string player that was a, a really good string player that was part of this world? No, they all, they're, they're, they're not of 
this world. I mean, they live in it and they're part of it that way, but they don't look at the world like other humans. <laughs> no, and, and most of them are damn big babies that have to be taken care of. Yeah, they yes, have their because, issues. Because I do hang out with string players. Yeah. <laughs> and they yes. are big babies, especially the men are big yeah. babies. Well, and they're like, uh, oh, but I just, I'm writing this new song. Listen to it. And you go, uh huh. It sounds just like the song you wrote three songs ago. Yeah, <laughs> but, but don't say that to them because they hurt their feelings. Well, I, I'll and tell you, pretty. Oh, it's so pretty, honey. That's good. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Yeah, you know. I'll tell you what. Now, one of the privileges of getting old is having some singers that are still alive. When you know, Billy Joel and Elton John were my two, and Billy Joel just released a song after 30 years. I know it. He just released an album, didn't he? He might have. I don't know. I, I quit looking for new Billy Joel music years ago. And I, the only reason that I watched the Grammys, because I did, was to hear his new song. Because uh, at the last minute, right before it came on, I heard somebody, some commercial that said, and Billy Joel will blah, blah, blah. And I was, what? So I hit the record button, and when I had time later on in the middle of some insomnia, I'm sure, uh, I watched it. And I was moved because, and I was having to ask myself, well, what was the big deal? It was a song. There's thousands of songs out there, and I've heard hundreds of Billy Joel songs. And you know what it was? It was a couple of things. First of all, it sounds like Billy Joel. I yeah. expected it to be some, you know, overdone, whatever. Right. Because a lot of these yeah. musicians, they come back, they do their comeback tour. It's because they need a money infusion. And so they just, <laughs> they just put together some crap that they think people will listen to. And, and it's sloppy and it's not heartfelt and, and you can tell it, but I'm sure you can dance to it. Anyway, Billy Joel, that song was obviously a song that he crafted. It was his kind of words, was his key, his chords, his tonality. And his voice sounded great, but he was an old man. He got old. And I know, fine, but I, I didn't, I, I just, I only knew that in theory until I saw him in that video uh, at the Grammys. And it's like, he really did. It happened. He wrote about getting old. But then did. he went and did it. And well, I hate to break it to you, but I mean, you and I are doing the same thing. Uh, I, I mean, we ain't Billy Joel, but we're doing the same thing. That's getting true. old. But I, I think that's part of why it just kind of that video or that, excuse me, listening to that song was a big deal to me. I was kind of analyzing it because, you know, this robot must not have an emotion without overanalyzing it afterwards. And I was thinking about it and I thought, well, you know, the aging part kind of hits home after a while. But but it's it's difficult and I never knew it would be. It's kind of difficult to watch your idols get old and age out. It it is. 
There's a part of me that goes, no, they need to always be here, always creating. Gimme, gimme, gimme what I want. <laughs> I tell you, for me, the, the hard one is um, Robert Plant. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, he is still, he is a good-looking old man. But, yeah. you know, Robert Plant was the, the kind of icon of my generation of young and wild and free and connected to the other worlds and all that yeah. stuff. And I see it now and it's like, huh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the good that you could take out of that, he is still a fabulous musician. Mm -hmm. I don't know if no you question. listened to him with uh, Alison Krauss. Oh, yeah. I, I also don't know what the deal is with them. Uh, I've seen a lot of photographs, and but I haven't bothered to go and check out the gossip to see if they're a dating or something like that. I really don't know. But no, and I, I, don't they really, sound I don't really great. care. I don't yeah. really care. But what either. I'd love to do is to see some of these older male rock stars with older female rock stars. Uh, but yeah. they, they generally don't do that. I guess you're right about yeah. that. Um, well, and that, I mean, in general, that's true from, yeah. for famous men in general, whether they're musicians or not. Oh, Billy Joel is an old man now. He's 75, I think. And, but his, his wife, I thought was his daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. His n n latest wife. And I guess he's got a type because she looked kind of like a modern version of Christy Brinkley. <laughs> yeah. But yep. I hope he's happy. He's got kids and and all of that. And and I hope it's not just a money grab. He was one of my heroes. He was well, a big deal. Isn't that funny? It, it doesn't feel like a money grab. I mean, no more than uh, Dolly's new <laughs> uh, album doesn't feel like a money grab. It just feels like where that particular artist is in their time of life. I I think so. I know these lyrics are. They, they're nuanced. The lyrics, mm -hmm. I don't think he could have written them when he was, you know, at his quote unquote heyday. This is so he's he's like Robert Plant. His his music has gotten more uh, intense and and light at the same time. It's complicated and good. You hear it and you just go something in you goes, oh, whew, huh. you know, I love hearing stuff like that. Billy's Billy's got just a set of chord. He's got a chord structure that he goes to, a yeah. turn of phrase, if you will, and it's very nice. And I didn't know that Robert Plant had such a good voice. I knew he could holler, and I knew he could right. sustain a a note. You know, and, and he I, had a good falsetto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But I had no idea he could be nuanced like he is. Mm -hmm, so yeah. when he does these duets and stuff, he's, oh, man. Mm -hmm. If y'all haven't taken the time, because I just realized we're recording all this. But <laughs> it, it, <laughs> if, if y'all haven't taken the time to listen to some of their stuff, their new stuff, Take some time if you have it and listen to it. I'll bet you'll like it. And this song that Billy Joel released is called uh, Turn Why the Lights Back Long. On. No, it's yeah. called Tur 
turn the lights back on. Yeah. And um and the the uh Robert Plant album that I would suggest would be um Raising Sand. And it's it's a duet album with him and Alison Krauss. Hmm. I'm guilty of listening to what I like over and over and over again sometimes. Oh, there ain't no guilt to be associated with that. That's how the world works. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how it works. I, I used to try and listen to as much music as I could because I equated that with sophistication. <laughs> uh, you no, know, I get that. I get that. I thought that all the cool musicians had had a huge repertoire and they knew all these musicians that and music that I had never been exposed to before. And then as I got older, I realized that there's never going to be a lack of music, I don't think, I hope not anyway, in humanity. There's always going to be something new to listen to. So they weren't special. <laughs> well... We but something that I think is really cool about maybe our generation is that we um, we got exposed then to music that wasn't Western, the Western canon of music. You yeah. know, we got to hear uh, Chinese music and South African music and Arabic music. And, and until then, it had been, you know, whatever America came up with stolen from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> that is true but and we developed the music in Appalachia uh, we have oh, our own yeah no question yeah and it, it's it's got and we are still doing it a lot of us current residents yes. are Appalachicana although we're leaning into the the rocky area we're doing a little bit more rock now but Appalachia oh, nice. yeah yeah I can't I can't wait till the weather breaks a little and all of that. So I, I know there's certain things that you get out of your way seasonally as a witch. And I, 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 I know that this is a busy season for you coming up, but I hope you've got some time to sit on the porch and listen to some music and we'll make sure and play some. Well, I, I'm here to tell you, I don't know how much nicer you want the weather to be, Miss Alicia, because we've had 60-degree weather all week, sunny, warm, and in the 60s. So how much nicer do you want it to be in February? Well, I, I want it to be something we could count on and because <laughs> everybody there has got a schedule. Everybody in the can band's we, got a schedule, yeah. Can we ever count on it, though? I mean, really? Well, I, I, well no. <laughs> Uh-uh. You cannot. Well, it's been beautiful this week. I've been out in the garden two different days. And then, you know, as always in my life, life overtakes the garden a little bit. But I cleaned out the big summer garden. We did some refencing on the garden. Yesterday mm -hmm. I bought a Mole Max mole and gopher repellent over to the hardware store. Okay. And I planted the garlic, which was, you know, I planted it like two months too late. So we'll see what happens. I guess some garlic scapes out of it anyway. Um, what else did I do? I planted primroses, cleaned up another garden bed, trimmed back the mugwort. I've been, I've been gardening already, and it's just heaven. It is heaven <laughs> on earth. Nice. So nice. Well, and it is good weather to be outside gardening, I'm sure. Golly, isn't it? Oof. It's 
to get to to get to stay out for more than you know an hour without getting cold. Yes, that's very nice. Yeah, it's so been wonderful. I have. I you, uh, I went to, we went to the grocery store yesterday, and and they had a whole bunch of. You know when the vegetables just get a little bit past their best date, those yep. kind of things. Yep. I bought so many damn vegetables yesterday that we got to eat in the next two days, or they're gonna go bad. <laughs> so today I'm meeting a friend of mine uh, out in Black Mountain. I got a meeting out there. Then I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna do a load of laundry because I think I can hang it out today. And then I'm gonna have to cook up. The good Lord only knows how much zucchini is in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> And I bought three different tubs of salad greens that that they were, you know, they were not perfect when I bought them. So uh, we are yeah. eating a lot of salads and I'm going to fry up a whole bunch of, I mean, saute a whole bunch <laughs> of delicious, delicious zucchini and bell peppers. Because because I, Byron Ballard, am not going to pay two dollars for a <laughs> bell pepper. Period. <laughs> I, I get it. How big it is, or how beautiful it is, Bob Engel needs to know. I ain't going for it. Well, you can plant them and and get several of them on your own without paying for them like that, you know. <laughs> well, so what I did was get four bell peppers for ninety nine cents, but they got to be eat real fast. Ah, boy, I did uh, a big stir fry yesterday. A big vegetable mm. stir fry. Ooh, is good. I love to. Um, Add a, like a tablespoon, a couple tablespoons of peanut butter once once they're all cooked up together. Yeah. To make a peanut sauce on the on the sautéed vegetables. Oh yes, delish. Does I've never done that. I need to try that. Yeah, you just you know once they're pretty much all almost cooked, you just shove them to the edges of the pan. And mm -hmm. put in a little tiny bit of olive oil and then a big dollop of peanut butter and just keep stirring it around. You might have to add a little bit of water. Stir oh, it around, stir it around, and dump the vegetables back on top of it and stir them around. That's oh, good. Oh, man, that sounds good. Well, you it know, I've got one that I do like that. If I have, I, I like, I'm picky about salsa. I like to make it because then I know what's in it and I, mm -hmm. I like to make it exactly the way I want it. But after I'm done with it, you know, I don't want it to just sit in the refrigerator, what's left over. And I will put that in with my stir fry. And and it actually tastes really good. <laughs> oh, no, I bet it does. Hey, yeah. we got something yesterday. Uh, I scored a bunch of avocados to, to make guacamole. Mm, yay. And and in the bins over to the Savmore, as we call it, there were diced tomatoes with jalapenos and habaneros in it. Mmm, nice. And, and it was, I don't know, 50 cents, I think. And it said on the outside, hot. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> so I made guacamole yesterday. And then I put in like a heaping teaspoon. Now, this is three avocado guacamoles. So okay. it's that, it's a hunk of That's pretty guacamole. Big. I yeah. put a, a heaping tablespoon of that tomato in there and stirred it up. <laughs> Dad, oh. blame, it is hot. It is hot. <laughs> so clear my good sinuses out, I'll tell you what. But delicious. So if y'all run into that, diced tomatoes with uh, jalapenos and uh -huh. bananas. Was Ooh, it in a can so or a good. jar? Can. Can. Okay. I, yeah, I would, I would like something like that. I love a good spicy thing, especially in the wintertime. 
Oh, I love mm -hmm. that. Oh, yay. Man, we're talking. What were we going to talk about? It Food was and music. And music. Oh, we're doing what we thought we'd do. Food and music. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's thankfully, I'm so thankful to say that's kind of been my life a little bit lately. I'm happy oh, about that. So. I'm happy about that because I know how you have been longing for music. You really oh, yeah. have. I have. It's true. It is true. I was so excited Friday. And then I realized, holy crap, I have nothing to wear. I've been nowhere for years, literally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well. And then I thought, oh, oh, yeah, I'm a musician. There are no standards there. Um, I can, but, but I and still also, wanted to look you wear, decent. You wear a lot of black, so mm -hmm. you can get away with just wearing black, can't you? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I used, I, I don't know why, I, but I always like to. I don't know. I've always been kind of a little bit of a flashy dresser when I'm out and about. And Ooh. I don't know why. It's just kind of me thumbing my nose going, yeah, I know I'm a big old girl. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, I love that, though. I love that you're a flat. I, I just <laughs> would never think of you as a flashy dresser. I, I know. That. Just really haven't been out much. But I, I usually have on black, but some bright color that goes with it or I'll have some weird pair of sunglasses or some strange pair of shoes or something like that, that, that I just put on just for me, you know, cause Hey, I like this, but that's all right. Uh, that will come later on. If we start doing some regular uh, going out and about, I'll have to find something to wear then. Won't I? <laughs> yes, you will. Yes. Get on. <laughs> well, I I don't like shopping for myself. No, I, yeah, I don't like shopping for clothes for myself and I don't like doing it online either and and so it's just a pain really. <laughs> the whole subject I'm just for somebody and for somebody who says that I have nothing to wear, I sure have a lot of piles of nothing to wear. I am silly. Because yeah. I hold on to things and I go, well, um, you know, I'll wear that again when I'm that size. <laughs> what? I know. It, it, it doesn't make a, a lick of sense, does Man. it? No. It does. I, say, I ain't got nothing to wear. And I wear the same set of outfits over and over and over. But I'm telling you, I still have piles and piles of clean clothes that I don't have any place to put them. Same. That it's yep. an organizational thing, and I thought and about it. It's a too much thing. Yeah, it's a too much thing. But you know, you gotta, or for me anyway, I want to organize it enough to see what I've got, and then I don't mind getting rid of stuff at all. I just yeah. don't really have a quick way or a quick system to get dressed anymore. And I think, boy, that's one of those first world problems, isn't it? Isn't it? Golly, yeah. I got too many clothes. Yeah. 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 So I'm almost embarrassed about that conversation. No. But I yeah, I'm gonna I ain't gonna complain about that. I'm just gonna yeah. say that it's my it's my issue that I've not, you know, because I've I've my size has changed a lot. Yes. In it has. 20 years. Yeah. And so I've I've gone through periodically and gotten rid of everything that doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. And I need to do that again because where I was at the damn bank yesterday and it pulling up my pants because they were too big. 
And I thought, just go buy some damn leggings that fit. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so, so I need to do that. There's a bunch of stuff that just doesn't fit anymore. And and I hold on to it. I mean, it's kind of the opposite of what my life used to be, yeah. where I would outgrow something and I'd say, well, I'll keep it because I'll get back to that size. But now it's the other way around. So I've lost weight yeah. and I got this stuff and I go, well, I'm just going to hang on to that for when I gain my weight back. Well, I'm not going to gain weight back. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to knock on wood about that because if I continue the way I am, I will not gain weight back. I could get sick with something and gain weight back. I absolutely could do that. And then, you know what I'm going to do? Buy, I'll buy some damn new clothes. Well, <laughs> three store clothes, new to me clothes. Yeah, it's crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad that that I'm glad in the direction that you go. Weight wise, that makes me happy. And, well, and I mean, it's healthier for me. I I liked my body when it was really big, and I like my body. I loved my body when it was really big, and I love my body now. So, I just be loving on it all the time. Just be loving on it. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Well, I wish everybody could. I wish. I wish that I'd spent more of my life in that frame of mind. Well, and I wish I could just hand people a magic pill that would get them to love themselves and yeah. not feel and uh and apropos of string players some of them i'd like to give them a pill so they love themselves a little less <laughs> well <laughs> or have a or have a healthier sense of self that might be a better way to put it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, oh god you saying that, and I got quiet, and the reason I got quiet is because this face was flashing in front of me, and this face, and this face, and this face. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of string players. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> hey, folks. It's me, Gomez the Yardman. We're taking a little intermission here. To give you a chance to get up and, uh, well, whatever it is you do, go ahead. Just do it with abandon. Then get ready as the conversation takes a turn. A turn to the dog side. Please don't listen any further if graphic descriptions of animal attacks, biting dogs, or dangerous dog behavior is going to bother you. We're not trying to tell you what to do, but if these things bother you, please don't listen. Everybody else, enjoy the show. And remember, stay weird, y'all. I met her new pup. His, uh -huh. name, is, his name is Diesel. He's about 120 pounds, maybe. He's the biggest Rottweiler I've ever met in my life. And sweet as candy, I bet. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, oh, yes. She, Arlo was there, who is her big sheepdog. And Arlo's getting pretty old now. It's been a while since I've seen him, a number, a couple of years, actually. And um, he totally remembered me. That made me happy. But he's so he's Aww. of the age where he just pretty much sleeps most of the time. But he could still, you know, and you could tell he could mess you up if he was mad. <laughs> and Diesel, of course, looks like um, a, a football player, you know, kind of a big giant 
and he's got the huge Rottweiler shoulders and neck and, you know, kind of on the, kind of that way. Uh, but he's got a lump on his left shoulder that is a cancer. So Aww. they're going to, yeah, they're going to have to take that out. At first, I was a little nervous because Rottweilers and they, sometimes I get a little nervous, you know, about things, but yeah, I territorial. yeah, they, they really are. And of course I had a friend who, who had a very bad incident from a Rottweiler. His son uh, was playing soccer and the dog jumped the fence. And when my friend looked up, the dog had his son's head in his mouth and was shaking. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's several surgeries, lots of trauma, you know, and it's something that you never really get over. And that happened. And then my great aunt that I was named after had, had a child and, and she, it was, it was just her. She was just a little old lady and her, and her puppy, the child. And she went to get it some water and it got territorial and attacked her. And they had, they had to beat the dog off of her with a broom because it had a hold of her hundreds and hundreds of stitches as, and it was again a lot of trauma and and I had my own incident one time with some German shepherds that came after me. I'd gone uh, we were living in West Asheville and our neighbors had some company that came over with their two big German shepherds and decided that they'd let them run through Malvern Hills and of course, oh my none, god. Yep, none of us knew that and I went out I think mom or dad sent me out to the car to, to get something. And I went out there and the dogs came after me. And so for a number of years, I was really afraid of dogs that those kind of dogs. I mean, I, I liked all animals, but I was a little afraid of them. And uh, so when this big old Rottweiler came at me of Katrina's, when we first met, I was I was sitting on the ground in front of her sofa in the living room. Yeah. We were just, you know, just hanging around talking. And I don't know why I was sitting on the ground as and not the sofa. But anyway, the dog oh, I was playing with Arlo was there. And so the dog comes in and he comes boom, 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 right at me. And and I thought I had a moment of terror just just abject terror and then i got it together and and by then of course the dog was right there at me and and you know we met each other and became friends and before i left that evening i had when i left i had to extricate is that how you say that word extricate, extricate yeah yep extricate my leg from under the dog where he had fallen asleep on me <laughs> he's my buddy now <laughs> so well but that really illustrates how important it is for dog owners when they have their dogs out and about not at home because it's different at home yeah but when you're out walking in somebody's neighborhood you need to have your damn dog on a lead yeah because, not because your dog is necessarily dangerous, because most of them are not dangerous. They just come up and hump your leg or sniff your crotch or whatever dogs do. But because there are plenty of people that have had that kind of 
dog trauma. Yeah. And yeah. your big old your big old goofy golden retriever comes running at somebody that's had that kind of trauma and it just re-traumatizes people. So why do it? Uh, it does. You're right. It was because it's not that that hap stuff like that happens to me all the time, but through the years it happened several more times where I'd be sitting somewhere and a dog would come running at me, and and I came to believe that maybe it has something to do with my hair because they'd usually come from behind, but it's mm. it could just be random, you know. And then at after after the terror goes away for me, then then we generally become friends and so it's important i think that's a good point that you brought up so oh yeah his, i mean his, dogs dogs can be they're not all but they can be very territorial and i've been i mean mostly in my life i've been bitten by chihuahuas and uh, miniature dachshunds and liberty dogs like that but i was picking my daughter up from a friend's house and her, the friend parents were also my friends and they were maybe out in the backyard. I'm not sure where they were. And I came in the front front door, knock, 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 came in the front door. And this big dog, like probably part shepherd, part something else. I mean, no warning came out of the back bedroom and went straight for me. And, Whoa. you know, there wasn't the bark, 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 bark. It was like somebody's in my house and I'm going to rip their throat out. Oh. But because I've been around animals long enough to know a little tiny bit of something, I put one leg behind me, braced myself, and I put across my arms and put them over my face. Yeah. And and when the dog was, he was in the crouch position to jump. And my friend came in the back door and said, you know, scout down, whatever. Wow. But what, and yeah, what kind of dog I, was I it I don't again? know what would have happened. What kind of dog was it again? I don't know. It was a big probably shepherd german shepherd something yeah. mixed wow but it was big and it was muscular wow but, yeah, but by that... the same token my brother when i got back from graduate school my brother had a dog named pumpkin and i probably have talked about pumpkin before that dog was so damn big and so sweet 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 and he would come running up to you and then sit right in front of you. And you'd reach down and scratch his ears and scratch his shoulders. You know how you do with a dog. And then he would just rise straight up and put his paws on your shoulders. Oh. And he was so big that he could look over my head. Now, I'm 5'4". Oh. It's not like I'm <laughs> six feet tall. But, I mean, he was a big old dog. But he would do that funny little trick where he would just kind of rise up on his haunches. Like he was giving you a hug, like, oh. hey. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, he's I a good dog. That, he must have been a big old dog. <laughs> well, and that's been true in our family. We've always loved big old dogs. Uh, you know, I love them all, and that's the truth. I just, I've, I've had those two breeds that were kind of uh, iffy with me a couple of times, but I still love them. Uh, I remember I was doing computer training out in Edneyville, and it was up on a mountain, and there was a feral German shepherd that had given birth there, and none of them knew it. I didn't know it, obviously. Oh, my God. Yep, yep. And I had my bright red truck, and which I don't even know if a dog could see that, it was bright red or not. But I had my truck, and I pulled up kind of a ways back from their house because I wanted to be able to get 
back out, you know, I didn't want to get blocked in. And evidently that was close to wherever those pups were because as I was putting my leg out of the truck to get out, the dog came after me from behind. Oh my and, God. Yeah. And it, uh, it managed to take a little nip out of my back of my leg, but before I got the truck door shut, mm -hmm. but, but it ended up that, that we found out that that's what the deal was. And, uh, it was, a, it was, it was, that too was a little bit traumatizing. <laughs> and those people were like, we have no idea where that animal came from. <laughs> said, wow. Okay. I was, I, I was nervous. I had the adrenaline after that. It was so hard to, to sit there and teach somebody how to use windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, I, I remember our subject that we were originally going to talk about and, and I, I, I can't really figure out how to bring us to it again or to it for the first time or whatever. We were going to talk, you were going to talk about witchery. Did you have something specifically <laughs> in mind? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess we are past, we're past the Omen days now. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, the day after Christmas for 12 days. Yeah. We're way, we're way past that. And, and looking at uh, other omens and it's just so funny to think about like stuff will come up and I'll, I'll think, why do I think that? Hmm. Why am I thinking that? Yeah. And it's because some, some old woman or some old man 60 years ago said, well, little Byron, when this thing happens here, this other thing happens over here. That's how it works. <laughs> and, and I don't even remember half of it. I really don't. But somebody, somebody was asking me, uh, my friend Angie, uh, as it turned out, somebody I was talking to somebody about climbing nasturtiums, which I love. Oh yeah. And she said, "Oh, I've never heard of those." And I said, "Yeah, well, if I see them anywhere, I'll let you know." But and then I promptly forgot who I was talking to. So on social media yesterday, I was talking about everything, all, all the tech being messed up at the bank. And I said, also, who was I talking to about climbing distortion? So my friend Angie said, me, me, me. And then she said, uh, is it is it right, the right time to plant them now? If I get seeds and I went, no. And then in my head, I was starting the whole litany about when the oak leaf is the size of a squirrel's <laughs> ear and when the moon you gotta wait till the moon is waxing because right and i just thought nobody wants to hear that shut up shut up and because <laughs> do because in my world that's what witchery is is knowing nature and knowing the signs in nature and they're not supernatural things it's just well Usually by the time the, the oak leaf, the leaf on the oak is the size of a squirrel's ear, usually by then we it's warm enough and there's been enough water and stuff to plant. So uh, there ain't no magic to it. But And then I think, well, how much of what I think of as my magical craft is just crap I learned 50 years ago from farmers? I don't know. Does that, does that actually matter how it's acquired? <laughs> That's the other question, isn't it? Yeah, because knowledge is knowledge, isn't it? And and mm -hmm. I'm so sure that it matters. I mean, if it did matter, you'd probably remember it, don't you think? 
<laughs> well, and, and also, I'm wondering how much of quote unquote witchcraft is just paying attention to the natural world. Well, that's that is also isn't that a tradition? I mean, midwives look at look at yeah, all the lore all that was around midwives. From that, and that's not witchcraft. That's just knowing knowing the world around you. Yeah, and so that's why when I see these people, they're so damn fancy. They got some fancy robes to wear and they got fancy jewelry and all this other stuff. Well, I mean, I can put all that stuff on and, you know, create all that, whatever that folder all is. But does it change the magic that I do? I, I don't think so. I think it just changes my perception. Which so is everything. Like can, That's everything, though. It is. It That's is everything. everything. That is correct. Yeah. I've I got, mean, when I first started doing uh, Heal Folks Hoodoo stuff. The catch line for that was attitude is everything. <laughs> well, that's also true. Yeah, I mean, it is true. Yeah, we we are we are powered by what's in our brain. You know, if we have a, a that's the way I've always thought of. It. I know we have emotions that are independent of intelligent thought, but for the most part, we are powered by what we think. And it'll cause us to have certain certain emotions. And so I've seen, well, examples. I could think of a lot of examples, really. The first one is singing. If you're singing alone, you have this voice. If you're singing with another person, you have a modified version of your voice. If you're singing with a group, you have a completely different voice. And usually it's a stronger voice. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool well, thought, and and it's the same way with with everything. So if you think you're alone, you know. And I see people. I remember people would come into the shop, and they'd be really, really, really concerned about about their equipment and about about spe specific things that that I'm not so sure was that big of a deal. But to them, it was a huge deal. Yeah. You know, and, and they wanted to have it certain thing made of this or made of that or whatever. They would be very interested in it. And so I just respect that. Me too. <laughs> and I really, I don't judge it, but it, uh -uh. but I'm aware of it. Yeah, I am too. I've never, that's not what it is for me either, though. I'm more like, I'm more along the lines of of you i think that we're all a product of how we were raised whether we want to be or not yeah <laughs> so, boy that's true yeah but that doesn't mean you always have you know that it's always going to be bad or traumatic um, you know you get your sense of humor from your dad or or your sense of hospitality from another family member or whatever whatever you see but Anyway, that's, that's just that's just me going around in mental <laughs> circles over and over again because I don't have enough to work on right now. <laughs> and that's a joke. Uh -huh. I have enough. I do have enough. <laughs> I do. I have enough. Don't worry about me. I got, I got plenty. <laughs> yeah. I'm not asking for more. I'm not trying to jinx anything. <laughs> no, me either. Yeah. So, well... Uh, I hope I know where you're going this weekend. It's going to be Valentine's weekend for the folks 
listening by the time they hear this and you will be on your way back, I guess. Mm -mm. No? Um, I don't know. I can't see my calendar. I'm doing Mythicon. Yeah. Which is, I guess that is Valentine's weekend. It's yeah. Like the, I'll leave here the 15th, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's. So it ain't, it ain't this weekend. So by the time our listeners hear this, I'll be getting ready to leave. You'll be getting ready. I won't be gone yet. I won't be gone yet. Uh-huh. Well, huh. are you going to, are you going to do anything up there besides Mythicon? Are you going to be a tourist for a day or anything? Oh God, no. No. Because, because I'm doing three festivals that weekend. Two of them online. Oh. I'm doing, um, oh, yeah, no, I'm doing uh, WitchCon. I'm teaching class there. Okay. Which teaching? Uh, Simple Practical Magic. Okay. That's what we were supposed to be talking about today. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and then the next day, I'm doing a class as part of a fundraiser, Winter Star. It's a fundraiser for Starwood. Okay. And I tell you, Mythicon's got me busy. They got I got one class on Friday and three classes on Saturday. Oh my! So That's they're keeping me busy. Have so you been? I, and then I'll leave. I'll leave Sunday. Okay. So you've been to Mythicon before? I never have. It's only oh. the second year for this festival. Oh. Okay. Um, and so I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. It sounds. It sounds very interesting. I, I know a lot of people that are going to be there. A lot of presenters, a lot of vendors, a lot of uh, the musical performers I know. Wow. So, I mean, and I'll, I'll see a bunch of my friends from up in that area, too. So it'll be good. It'll be really good. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to the drive, but, you know. No. I've done no. worse. I've driven to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> That's always an awful drive, isn't it? Florida? Yeah. Yeah, because you got to go through the roads in South Carolina and Georgia. Yeah. I, I apparently, just, they don't have enough money to repair their highways. Well, at least they're not like Asheville, North Carolina, where they evidently got nothing but money and time because everything's torn up all the time on the roads. Everything's being constructed right now. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been since you've been through Arden or been... Oh, the, one ninety one, the back way to Brevard. Oh Lord, you wouldn't believe. Oh, is that because of that Raytheon plant? I guess. Is is it? Where is the Raytheon plant going to be at? Well, I think you access it from uh, Brevard Road, but uh, it's on the other side of the river. Okay. Well, it might be. So is it near Sandy? Near Sandy Bottoms? Is that where it is? It's everywhere that whole that whole piece of road. They're doing they're doing three, four, five different types of construction up and down that road, just between from Sandy Bottoms to say Mills River, where you'd either turn left to go to Hooterville or or stay on the road to go to Brevard. So that area right there, let's see, there's about five different projects going on uh, either on the road or or affecting the road because of them their access to the road it's yeah. crazy it's not going to be the same in a if when when that stuff is done we won't recognize that corridor anymore and that's a shame They'll, that's another good drive gone 
It's for me. Well, but that's what we that's what we love in Buncombe County. Yeah. We want to change the landscape so much that people stop moving here. <laughs> so just destroy anything that looks pleasant or feels lovely. Yeah. And put in some ticky tacky <laughs> crow <laughs> housing <laughs> that is unaffordable to anyone who actually is from here. Right. And destroy every cow pasture you ever saw or every cornfield. Oh, yeah. Because we don't need to grow no food. We got tourism. I'm 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 sad and concerned about it, but you you saying that made me think because when you were saying cow fields, I was thinking about what I drive by, because that's my drive, as you know. I know it. Um and and of course it was omen days, and I meant to to ask you about this. Um I omen days to me. I just consider that it's a time frame-ish kind of thing. I don't have an exact date uh, for it, you know, but I, I think you're following a tradition, aren't you, of Omen Days being certain days? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the 12 days from December the 26th. And, and they are they are to do, they're predictive about the month. So uh, uh -huh. December like, 26th is January the 27th is February, like that. Yeah. So well, well I mean, this would I read have been omens. I read omens all the time, but the omen days are different. Well, this would have been about three weeks ago. However, and like I said, I meant to tell you, uh, on my drive, I noticed, first of all, that I had never seen so many dead animals by the side of the road, but they weren't big animals. Usually, if you have that, you're gonna see a deer or whatever. Uh, by the side of the road but these were little animals skunks and raccoons and and squirrels and just lots and lots and lots of them so that's the first thing that I noticed and then the second thing that that I noticed was something that happened to me as I was uh, uh, driving I was actually stopped at a stop light there and these two crows came in one from either side of of my car is what it looked like, but they were in front of the car about 30 or 40 feet and up, up about 15 feet high. And they did the wildest kind of loop. The two, the two crows looped right in front of my car. And that's the only way I could describe it is, you know, if, if you had an invisible string in their beak, it would look like a, it would look like a roller coaster loop, you know, wow. um, never seen anything like that before and it felt like if because of the timing of it and the positioning of the crows they weren't they were directly in the center of my windshield you know as i was sitting there looking at them um it 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 felt like something i should ask you about and it wasn't necessarily a bad thing it just was two crows and they just decided to show off i guess well Yes, and yeah, um, you know, uh, crows. I think it's why the reason that crows have such a bad reputation, aside from inherent racism about anything that's black, mm -hmm. is that they they are traditional omen bringers in Western cultures. They are. So I I watch them all the time, as you know, and as you also watch them all the time, right? So I think two crows. It sounds almost like them tying a bow 
It and did. It looked like it. In front of your car. Yeah. And that, you know, that would say to me, it's time to wrap some stuff up. Wrap it up. Get it done. Okay. That's a, that's how I would read it if it happened to me. That, that's exactly I, how I, I read it. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I had to laugh about um the other day. I, I thought I was reading some crow omens because, you know, we got this big old family of crows back here and they're always cutting up and yeah. raising hell and doing all that stuff that crows do. But one of them, it's been like two or three days ago. I came out and, you know, and it was like, rah, 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 rah. and I was like, oh, hey, how are you? Because, uh, uh, you know, my neighbors are used to it, I guess, now that I talk to crows. Yeah. And then this crow started going, wah, 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 like a duck. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's new. What the hell is that? <laughs> wah, wah, wah. And then I realized my neighbors back there actually have ducks. <laughs> and I bet, you know, and and corvids are really good at imitating all kinds of sounds. And I bet you that's how they go and harass, harass the ducks and 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 mock them. <laughs> and probably the, the ducks. <laughs> so that was funny. I thought, am I am I hearing something significant? And I thought, well, it's significant in that your neighbors have ducks. Yes, I think that's what yeah. it is. That's that's a great story. But well, I was, I was given what happened. I was giving them omen status when really they're just being sassy. <laughs> they they're were they fresh. were jesting with you. They were trying. They, they were. were like, These humans, they just they're just no fun to play with. They don't know what we're saying. <laughs> Those humans yeah. must be dumb. <laughs> humans ain't very bright. Humans ain't smart. It's true. Yeah. We ain't. That's true. Especially, I guess, if you were a bird from way up high looking down on humanity. No, no. Uh, <laughs> well, or imagine uh, when the cicadas, but I mean, you know, cicadas don't really count because they it's like they jump out of the ground, they crack open, they go breed, they lay whatever eggs they lay, and they're done. So they don't have time to look at us. But I think about insects what it must be like for like ants who are so busy all the time well i gotta go take this over here and i gotta yeah. go do this over here and that they see <laughs> us come and it's just like oh god not those people not them again <laughs> no they're opportunists about. they think these people have always got some sort of sugar thing around that's true that's true maybe they'll drop something good <laughs> yes <laughs> well I'm going to have to go out today. You made me, you, and really I was supposed to anyway. I was supposed to go out to the campground and eat, eat lunch with somebody. Yeah. But it's a little cool, I think, to go out in the woods and in a t-shirt and eat barbecue. So. Well, you could put on more than a t-shirt, you know. You well, put on yeah. a jacket. Well, that's true. That is true. But it's and been I'm, warm. I've been out in about. And well, I mean, I had on long sleeves yesterday, but it was it was in the sixties. It was very comfortable. Oh, yesterday was nice. It was so uh -huh. nice. Yeah. Is it going to be colder today? It is colder. Well, I I don't know what it is right now, but I I think we woke up and we were we were like twenty two huh? this morning, oh, and God. that was colder than I expected. Um, and I I remember thinking last night that the air felt a little cold, which huh. you know. I, I was up and down and up and down. Let's see what it says. Hang on and I'll tell you. Now right. now I want to know. <laughs> or well, I could I'm gonna... just ask the device. 
or I could just walk outside and look at the, uh, you know. At the rhododendrons? Yeah. Or um, even the uh, thermometer out there. <laughs> you know, that was a weird mountain gal thing that I really wanted uh, to do. And that's that would be one of those old porch thermometers. I have one. I have one that has a, it's a, the base of it is a John Deere tractor John Deere? You know, and it's flat up a wall. Yeah. John Deere tractor. Okay. 28806. It says right now it is 45. Oh, it is colder than I thought it was. I mean, that's not cold. 45 is not bad. No. I, it's not t-shirt weather to me. No. Out in the woods though, it'd be on some yeah, yeah, that'd be exactly. a little chilly for lunch, I think, unless yep. it warms up some. So we'll find out. Maybe I will. There may be barbecue in my future. So, and there oh, may I not hope, be. <laughs> I hope so. If in fact you like barbecue, um, I don't care for it that much, but it's the company, you know. Yes, it's, exactly. That's it's really the company, and barbecue is a big old tradition. So I'm used to it. I don't hate it. I would, I yeah, I don't hate it. Selby and I co-own a a wood wood chip smoker. Did you know that? No, of course you two do. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you two are good We are anyway. I guess I should let you go because. All right. Well, I got I got I got to drive out to Black Mountain, Enjoy. and I know that that is going to take me about twenty one minutes. Wow, that's faster than I thought it would be. I usually give myself half an hour because you never know what's going to happen either on 240 going through at Tunnel Road mm -hmm. or on 40 itself. So yeah. give myself an extra 10 minutes if I can and hope that's for the best. That's the voice of wisdom. <laughs> yep. Well, I suppose a voice of experience. Yeah. Well, give me a holler if you want to sometime I will. later on. We'll, I will we'll do that. We'll get into some trouble. Yes. Good trouble or bad trouble. No, Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.